Episode 21, Five Things Cybercriminals Want From Your Business. Welcome to the Think Cybersecure Podcast. As a business owner, you take risks every day. Would you take a risk with your cybersecurity? This is the show that helps you uncover the hidden gaps in your business that cause cyber risk and fix them fast. Create a stronger and more resilient business while gaining more credibility with your customers by improving your business' cybersecurity. Hello and welcome to the Think Cybersecure podcast. Firstly, I want to say thank you for tuning in. I know how valuable your time is, so thank you for choosing to spend some of it with us. If the cybercrime game has become a race to the bottom to find viable targets and small businesses are prime targets, then what are cybercriminals actually after? If you're like most small businesses, you don't have troves of intellectual property or millions of dollars sitting in the bank. Yet, even if that is the case, there are still several things about small businesses that make them potential targets. We'll start with the two items on the cybercriminal shopping list you're probably already aware of. First one's intellectual property. Of course, we can't leave out intellectual property. Intellectual property theft is the chief aim of cybercriminals interested in industrial espionage or to sell to the highest bidder. However, since most small businesses don't have much in the way of intellectual property that a cybercriminal could use for industrial espionage or to sell for a profit, it isn't likely they target your business for this goal alone. That being said, if your business is disrupting your industry in a very compelling way, intellectual property theft isn't something to ignore. Competitors who want to beat you to market or people who don't want your business to succeed can be a genuine concern. Second one is money. Money certainly makes the world go round. It's probably no surprise that most cyber criminals are in business to make a profit, just like you are. Besides gaining access to your bank accounts, a cyber criminal could initiate a wire transfer, change invoice payment details, or change direct deposit information to redirect funds to a bank account they control. Third one is information. I know we just talked about intellectual property. However, this is a little different. In this instance, cybercriminals are not after your intellectual property, but any data that your business uses to operate which they can get their hands on, such as documents, emails, or even application files. Instead of stealing it to use or sell, they want to leverage it as a bargaining chip. Either they'll hold it for ransom and require you to pay a hefty sum to get access to it back, or they'll threaten to expose the information publicly if you don't pay them. The fourth one is your computer. A cyber criminal may not be after your business at all, but only after your computers. They'll use armies of compromised computers they've installed malware on as robots, called botnets, to attack other people or companies. And finally, the fifth one is your customers. If an organization has excellent cybersecurity, one tactic cybercriminals have to get around that cybersecurity is to target a vendor or supplier who may have weaker cybersecurity. They'll then use their relationship to their advantage. For example, let's say your business has access to a customer's internal systems. A cybercriminal may target your business, which they hope has weaker cybersecurity, so they can then use your access to get around your customer's strong cybersecurity and enter their internal systems. For another example, let's say a cybercriminal notices that you're a vendor of a large company. They could attack your business with the intent to read your email and copy some legitimate invoices and email threads. Then, they'll send the invoices back to your client from a fake but seemingly legitimate email address with the payment information changed, prompting your client to pay. As you can see, even though your business may be small, that doesn't necessarily mean that it won't be a target for cybercriminals. Thanks for joining us this week on the Think Cybersecure podcast. At Think Cybersecure, we uncover the hidden gaps that cause cyber risk and help guide you toward an action plan that will eliminate the stress and frustration resulting from cybersecurity. If you're interested in improving the cybersecurity of your business, then be sure to subscribe and follow along with us. Visit our website, thinkcybersecure.com, 
for links to every podcast directory where you can find the podcast. If you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a rating and review on iTunes, or if you tell a friend or two about the podcast, it'd really help us out. If you're wondering how your business can be more cybersecure while working in the new normal, check out our new guide, Cybersecurity for Business Owners in the New Normal. You can get it at thinkcybersecure.com slash new normal. Thank you very much for listening and be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.